Hi everybody, my name's Neville Wright and this is my studio in a secret location and tonight, which is Sunday the 30th, 30th. Um, Natalie Arabella Bailey is going to introduce, introduce me. No, she's not introducing me at all, interviewing me. <laughs> yeah, that's because... I've had my first glass of wine today. Let's try not look at myself there. There's some lights there. Lights down there. Oh, I think I'm going to have to hold this. Are you? As a mic. Okay. Let me see. I might have to <laughs> put it somewhere. Right. Um, just hold, if I just practice holding, stop, just holding. Would you do me a favour and just sit down there and then see if this you're in? Yes, yes. That's good. That's good. That, that's my better side. Your better side? <laughs> you have, you have a good side <laughs> I've and a got, bad side. I, I have two bad sides, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, hope, I'm hoping my recorder is going to work and we're going to test it again. I might put all of this nonsense in. Yeah. Nonsense. Well, me me testing. Nonsense. Cheers. Anyway, nice to see you. And thank you very much for um, coming to this secret location, which obviously you two know now and you, you can never escape. We can, oh, kidnappings. <laughs> oh, my God, don't start that. Oh, no, we don't want to... Have, have, you, have, want... have you had kidnappings here before? No, but the last... Funny you say about that. The last house where I... Um, was there for 26 years. We had some funny people come to the gates and that's why we got guard dogs and there was demanding money. And the last guy who was there, he, um, there's some strange goings on and uh, apparently he was um, being, ki he, he was kidnapped. He was kidnapped? Yes, that's it. And held up for a ransom. This was in the 80s oh, wow. for quite a lot of money. And, um, and then when we moved in, they, because we bought the house off the bank, um, they thought he was still there. And we had some very strange people come demanding money. Oh, so, uh, what happened? Um, we, they didn't get any. Okay. That's one thing. That's one thing. Never pay the ransom. <laughs> the, Is that, was that the lesson? Yeah, and um, and we got uh, we got some guard dogs from then on. And um, after a couple of years, it ceased. It a did. couple of years. Yes, it was. It went on for a long time. So, how did that affect your mental health? Oh, it's not very good. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't imagine no, it is. No, it's not very. It's not very good because, especially when you've got children. You know, and um, and the children have to go to school, and um, and then you have to get somebody to take them to school and to be outside the school when you are when they come out of school, yeah. and then look after them um, until you get finished in the evening, yeah. because we we wouldn't finish till about seven half past eight, you know, something like that. Wow! So, um, that must so be we had some good people. Good looking or yeah. looking after, yeah. Yeah. That says a lot actually about your support network. And I think that's a, a nice place to be well, thing to be talking about. Especially as 
after our last interview. That's video. That's video. That's video. Do you want those lights on there? Um, or did you want that down a little bit to... Um, oh, yeah, maybe. Sorry about this. Um, organ. Oh, you could actually... could have it a bit higher, actually, if you want. If you want to put some books. I've got plenty of books. You do have plenty of books. I have read... <laughs> I was going to ask you that. Have you, read, have you read all of those books? I don't buy a book not to read. Good. There might be two books in there which I've not read because I just can't get into them. You know, I just... There's something about it after a few pages of can't. But normally, if you would, if you had got a book, if you had wrote a book, yeah. uh, and you brought it here, uh, and I would probably stop up all night reading it. That's good to know. So yeah. when I do write my book, I'll go gift you one. Thank you very much. So I know you wrote a book. I have read your book. I did. I forgot to bring your book with me today, but. And I'm going to be back because I'm going to be asking okay. your signature I'll be on back. it. I'll be back. How long did it take you to write the book? Well, there's a story there, it, as, as there is in every... Do you think Matt uh, can see me? Uh, would you... Yeah. Do you want to check? Paula. It's Paula, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mum. Mum Paula. <laughs> Do, can you see both see of us? Both. And, and even if I'm here? There's a little bit of you that way. You have to go a little closer. Unless you move it a bit. <laughs> is that better? That's better. Okay. <laughs> So I have the book that I wrote for a start, the original uh, book. It's a lot bigger, a lot thicker, a lot, the pages are thicker, uh, but it is the book. Now, this book has a story. So I wanted to um, put Marilyn, my wife, really on a pedestal where she should be. After uh, 37 years of being in business, 34 years with the, with the uh, nursery business that she uh, started from nothing. And before then, the three years before then, she was on the building sites with me, creating the building business, mixing concrete and doing everything from uh, decorating to whatever. So um, I decided in 2012 to write this book mm -hmm. uh, about her, basically, about our lives. And this is for our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, because things get lost over the generations. And somebody says, oh, you know, your great-grandfather. Like my great-great-grandfather, I didn't know until I was been in business 20 years. And my dad all of a sudden said, oh, you know, your great-great-grandfather... Um, they used to make wickerwork prams. How bizarre is that? So bizarre. And, we're, and we're building the biggest pram company mm -hmm. in the UK from nothing. And he says, I'll, go, I'll show you the building. It's still there in, in Newark. And, uh, it's like, and your great-great-grandfather on the other side was a tobacconist and a newspaper. See, what happens uh, very often is these people go into business for whatever reason, and then the next generation, they may take it over, mm -hmm. and it kind of, I don't know, filters, goes down, falters. You know, the next generation is probably poor, and the next generation is so poor, it has to go back into business. Not has to, but there's a fire mm -hmm. in their belly to go back into business. Anyway, I'm digressing. So this book, I get halfway through it. I'm, I'm writing it between 10 o'clock at night 
and 3.20 in the morning. Because I realized if I don't go to bed at 3.20, what happens is uh, the birds in the uh, um, they do. morning, they start singing. And then you can't get to sleep, so you, know, you don't go to bed. So I was writing this book um, because I was doing my day job. So at 10 o'clock, when Marilyn would go to bed, I would go into the office and start writing. Anyway, a mate of mine is in the book, Posh Pete, my mate Posh Pete. He was posh. I really looked up to him because he was the, um, he was the guy when I was um, 1974. He was, he was an estate agent and he really spoke really nicely. And I, you know, I looked up to him and he gave me some jobs. And um, anyway, he's in here somewhere. Is there so, a picture of him in there? Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a picture of him somewhere. Yeah. somewhere. We'll uh, find it. So, yeah. So what happened, he used to come with his wife on a Sunday, if we was here, for lunch. I used to cook, you know, roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. Sorry Best if you're a veggie. Best I might know. So, <laughs> so, uh, Biggest yeah. carnival going. So, God, I tell you what, my stomach looks big in there. I should have wore a different shirt. Do you want yeah. to get changed? No, I don't. No, it's all right. <laughs> you it's, look great, Neville. It's all right. Oh, well, I put this on because of, uh, uh, I've got a striped jacket. And, uh, and it's got these colours in as well, or this colour. Yeah, nice. so that's why I wore that to go to that to the birthday party. dinner. Yeah. yeah, nice. Anyway, so you can see the ADH in me. I'm sorry, but I have to interrupt. I'm... <laughs> have you got Christmas socks on? Yeah, no, you see, <laughs> I've got Christmas socks on. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because I knew it's I'd October. be sitting next to a girl who gave me these for Christmas, last Christmas. <laughs> And I forgot to tell her that I'm wearing something that she gave me. Yeah. Amazing. And it would have fascinated all the people. Do you remember what you gave me for Christmas? Something like what fits right next to my skin, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And everywhere. Can anybody guess? It's my socks. Anyway. Yeah, Christmas socks. It's October. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's always a reason. There's always a reason. So he walked in one day. He was a chain smoker. He used to go out here, you know, smoking. He was a chain smoker. Anyway, he came in one day and he used to say to me every week, he'd come, hey, finish that bloody book, Nev. I'd go, no. And I got to a sticking point where I got three quarters of the way through it. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I'm looking at your mum because I'm thinking it's opposite. <laughs> Normally people... Do you want me to cover No, I don't. No, no. Because I, won't, because I won't get you in. Maybe we should be one yeah. to yeah. one yeah. round to the camera too. So, so, you should sit here. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing is, I got to a sticking point three quarters of the way through. Not that I didn't know what to say. It wasn't that at all. It was nerves. I never wrote a book. I've been dyslexic all my life. Um, I've, uh, I've, I've never been confident mm -hmm. uh, all my life. And, and so it's, um, uh, you'd hardly know that now, but I've changed over the last uh, few years, obviously. Um, so I thought, who the hell would want to read this? Mm -hmm. It's about my life, Marilyn's life everything around us, how we built this business. And I could, because I was in it, I couldn't see the value of it. And he came one day and said, uh, 
he opened the door, he said, have you finished that bloody book yet? And I go, no. And I hadn't done a thing for like um, six months. Three years, six months, I'd not done anything. And he said, I'll be dead before you write that book. And I go, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, yeah, I've got cancer. Oh. Got cancer of the lungs. And, you know, we had dinner. And, um, and when he'd gone, I went back in. And I thought, um, normally, no, when I've told this story before, I normally get quite emotional mm. and I start crying. But I, I haven't this time because I've got over that. Um, I've got over that emotion. Um, still get it sometimes on different things, but yeah. I, I've got over that emotion. Anyway, I went into the office and I started writing again. And it took me three months to finish it off. And I did it for him. Yeah. I, I did it for Marilyn, but I did it to think, I don't care if nobody reads it, I've done it and he's in there. And um, if he reads it, anyway, uh, we took him to our home in Switzerland, him and his wife for Christmas, that Christmas, and, um, and he read it. And then the bugger, he started calling me Susan because there's a thing in here. <laughs> There's a thing, there's a story in here, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell you the story. There's a story in there about uh, when I was, oh, there he is, there. About oh, when, I, yeah, when I was five. Anyway, um, you know, I was well ahead of the time when you think about it. You know, they've got 43 pronouns now for people, and I was called 43. Susan. Yeah, and I was called Susan in, in 1955. I think... I think I'm a trendsetter. You, you set I the was trend. way ahead of the curve. It's your fault that we're going through this right now. <laughs> what a load of shit. Isn't anyway, it? the thing is, the thing is, he started calling me Susan from then on. But the thing is, he was the first person to read it. And then in the January, um, I said to him, he came round for dinner. And I said, um, oh, it's a Sunday. Got... In those days, used to... Um, read the Sunday paper, Sunday paper, Sunday Times. I mean, I'd always said uh, half of what you read in the paper are lies and half you wouldn't believe anyway. So I haven't read a paper for three years now. Um, but I read it, I was reading the paper and they have supplements for, and I, I, I threw them across because we've got two settees like this upstairs here. Um, threw them across the paper, I said, hey, Choose where you want to go. We'll go anywhere in anywhere in the world, and uh, it's on me. Um, and he said, "Well, I can't go too far." So we went to Tenerife for a week, best week ever. Um, and when he got home, he died three days later. Oh wow! Yeah. So he waited for you to finish your yeah, book. Yeah, that's you know that has um, uh, quite a significance. Yeah. And, and that book, you know, I shall keep that forever yeah. because um, of, of that situation. And it's too thick to sell. Anyway, so the, <laughs> so the pages now are much thinner. The pages are thinner. <laughs> he would like that. He'd like that. It's a you bugger. That's it. Take the piss out of me when I'm gone. <laughs> no. That's a beautiful story, though. Like, yeah. It helped you to get the book finished, 
it's got real significance to you. You've got beautiful memories that have come from it. And I think that that's part of life, isn't it? You know, we, we do things and time passes by, but yeah. actually to have the people that mean something to us yeah, like, and, and be remembered and have those memories. Yeah, it is. Uh, and you can find these things that happen in life with everybody. Yeah, everybody has, has got something that you can change your life. Mm. Yeah, even if the things are, are bad, you can, you can take that and change your life for the good. Yeah. You can. I don't think a lot of people see that, though. Like, if you look at the horrendous past two and a half, nearly three years, that's so negative. But there have been positive things that have come out of it, like... The, the relationships, like, everybody, like there's, there seems to be two sides for everything, doesn't there? <laughs> there is. But I think that through that, I've certainly found more of my people and I've seen that there's still opportunity for growth. But what would you say to people that are in a negative situation to find the positive? Um, that's the struggle. Well, people say, I'm so negative. Um, and I say... No, the thing I say is positive. Just because you know something bad is happening or mm. coming or has been there and it's happened and it's very, very evil and bad, um, and you tell people about this, what your feelings are, they say, well, you're always negative. But I'm saying, no, actually, if you understand history and what's gone on and what is going on at the moment and where we are heading for... Surely that is positive, even though it's shit, mm. it's positive because you have an opportunity. You're not going to be, you're not going to be going, oh, wow, I didn't know this was happening. You know, where did this come from? Yeah. So, um, so there is positive and negative and, 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 um, and they get mixed up and I cannot, um, uh, I, I really feel for people that's, uh, had a procedure that they don't understand mm -hmm. and and it went through from my um mind it went through a situation of they're stupid they shouldn't be doing this don't they realize 10 minutes of research or an hour of research or a day or a week of research will 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 put pay to that um to um you know, feeling angry, angry mm -hmm. that they are so gullible and then feeling sad because I want to do something about it, but I can't, you know, because they don't take any notice because I'm, I'm the one that's in the wrong to feeling, okay, they've been, um, they've had a procedure that is unfortunate that there's a lot of evil people about in the world and, and I want to help. Mm-hmm. So therefore, my research has gone from the second day of um, being imprisoned in my own house. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, if you're a prisoner, you get a, you get your beds washed, you get you know your linens your linen washed, you get somebody, you've got a chef, you get your food for free, blah 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 blah. And, and I wasn't getting any of that. I was having to do my no, Marilyn did my washing, did the washing because yeah, I. That's one thing. We've been married 52 years. She's never shown me how to use the washing machine. Isn't that like a reverse psychology of I can't escape? 
<laughs> if I wanted to. You know, can so you, you imagine? Can you imagine the first day being on your own? You know, you've got three set because I go on to building sites and then I go to interviews and then this and that, you know. And when you're doing probably uh, a talk where you probably know on stage, mm-hmm. you're sweating, you know, stuff like that, you know. And you need so three changes of clothes. Who the hell is going to do it? You know, and it's like okay. So um, yeah, I can understand why she's not um, didn't. Yeah, showed me the washing So you machine. think that you're, oh, yeah, you're, you're kept, you're kept oh, by ca- not captive. knowing how to use the washing machine? <laughs> yeah, captive. Yeah. Back to the kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was probably with Marilyn. Paid somebody to scare the shit out of me. Yeah. No, I'm not going out those gates. I'm stopping here with you, Marilyn. Staying in, staying yeah. in. No, so be manufactured. Yeah, so here we are. Um, you know, and, and so my research has gone from researching history to researching uh, biological warfare to researching 5G and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to researching um, what people can take to um, get rid of this uh, solution out of their bodies. Mm-hmm. So that's where I've gone full circle from from. Being mad from being, uh, yeah, uh, frightened to, yeah. to being um, not friends, for to being, well, I would say sympathetic, and then doing something positive. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. The trouble is, they don't have many buffaloes in this country, and buffalo heart is one of the um, best things in an ingredient. Oh God. Have I said something now, you no, know, and are they going no, to close no, it down no, because no, no, no. I'm promoting Buffalo Heart as a... Uh, <laughs> I've got a new channel, it's okay. All right. So, <laughs> so therefore, I'm now researching stuff, how I can help people. But there's still so massive percentage of people that don't want to hear about it. They don't. don't. I, think, I no. think some people are too frightened to frightened. admit that they've been duped, that yeah. they that something's wrong, and, and to believe that what we know, for for some to accept it, is just too abhorrent. Yeah, they, they can't they can't wrap their head around it, so they'd rather keep their head buried in the sand. Yeah, and they're making excuses now, all the time is 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 excuses. And what I found that, do you want to talk about this yeah, subject? Happy to. Okay, so here here we was. Uh, we was prisoners in our own house. Beautiful house, beautiful days it was. Uh, Isn't that and so interesting? on the patio for two days, which is nice, you know. So all the sites were shut down. Um, and then I'm thinking, this is not right. We could go five miles. Within that five miles radius, some people could only go two miles, but within that five miles radius, what you could go... Um, I'd got a hundred million pounds worth of property, mm-hmm. so I've got 140 tenants paying rent. What if they? What if it's six miles away and they all stop paying? Mm-hmm. What if it's six miles away and uh, they've got barricades up? The army had got barricades up, for instance, and you couldn't get through. Which they did uh, in some countries. Yeah. So there we are, and I'm thinking there's something dreadfully wrong here. But I also thought a couple of days beforehand, 
when uh, Doris said, uh, if you can work from home, work from home, you've got to uh, go home. I'm thinking that's not a, a business decision that a business person would make because I saw grown people crying and there was be phoning me saying, Neville, can you come and help me? I've got two policemen outside my um, uh, lockup and I've got, and they're telling me to shut the doors and go home. Yet I've got half a ca- uh, car sprayed, and um, I need. I can't stop spraying the car. I've got to spray to it. it. And my customer, and my week's wages is in this car. Mm-hmm. And my customer, well, if I don't get paid, I don't get any money. So there wasn't police there was pcos so there was shouting them saying get out close your doors and get home now else we'll fine you ten thousand pound on the other hand they decided to give everybody ten thousand pound who'd got a lease in a small business and that i believe was to shut them up Mm -hmm. that was a bribe to shut them up to stop them going on the streets and protesting so there we was um i'd already knew that uh what you should do in a, 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 this kind of a pandemic, it should be um, herd immunity. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, if you've got a big problem, then you should stop in your house and stop away, or and then should the government should educate you how to uh, get over this illness, uh, which they never really did give. They any, never did. did they, they never did, and um, and so therefore that was. Everything was a red light to me. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I thought was, what is a pandemic? I call it a pandemic because, you know, um, we get censored. So I, I looked up into the history, and you don't have to go very far. 2012, they changed the word pandemic uh, from uh, a lot of people dying, basically. And this is a very crude way of mm-hmm. putting it. A lot of people dying saying for every 100 people you know, 20 of them would die, and that's a pandemic. This is, the word was changed or the meaning was changed to if you knew 100 people, 20 of them would get sick. Okay, so I understand that now. Mm-hmm. 20 people used to die in a pandemic. Now 20 people are sick, and you're calling it a pandemic. Okay, so um, what do you get over the sickness? Oh, yes, 98.7%. You get over. Well, you should get herd immunity. We should all go out and catch it, you know, upset the ones who are really, really, really frightened and and got big problems, you know, and then we should isolate them. Um, So if 98.7% are going to catch it and going to be fine, what is the research on getting the solution? And then you start to research the solution and you go, oh, you've got two and a half percent chance of it going wrong, which is 20 times more dangerous than going out and get herd immunity. You've got a 20 times more chance of being sick and ill and a chronic problem and dying than if you don't take it. Mm -hmm. And those two things. So therefore I'll go, I want to be wrong. Don't we? Yeah, we we want to be wrong. I'll ring some undertakers. Mm-hmm. He go, I will call him Joe. Hi, Joe. Um, that's not his real name. 
And the other four, I'm not telling you the names. <laughs> Joe one, Joe two. Joe one, Joe two, Joe three, and Joe four. Yeah. Ha, <laughs> ah, Joe four. Joe um, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. No. <laughs> yeah. You should have. Some four. of the things we heard today, you will not get. No, Joe we'll four. Joe anyway, um, can I do it in a uh, London accent? Not a, not a. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there we are. So Joe one, two, two, Joe three, and Joe four all told me the same thing. Uh, nine people die per thousand per year. Okay, fine. Uh, 2018, there was a little bit of a spike because there was a bigger influenza thing. Or, so, it was, yeah. But over the last 15, 20 years, nine, yeah. Um, what about 2020, this pandemic? Oh, no. No, nine per thousand. I've just told you, nine per thousand. So, okay, so what about the Nightingale hospitals that are all... And you go, no, they're not being used. And you go, well, I wonder what was those buildings used for before they was turned into hospitals that never got used? Mm-hmm. Oh, there was the uh, uh, commercial places where, you, where every business person went, uh, like to Birmingham and to London mm-hmm. and to places. They used to go into these centres and used to, uh, if you had a shop, you used yep. to buy all your prams, all your goods, all your, everything was on display, mm-hmm. whether it's from the car shows to caravan shows. Like the expos. Expos. Yeah. They were all expos, they were. So, therefore, they was all shut down. Uh, so, you can't do trade. Mm-hmm. So, if there's no new models, there's no want, you know, there's no need, there's, don't see it. So, therefore, your business goes down. Mm-hmm. So... That was that, and you go, well, this is just not right. There is serious, serious problems. And then you listened, and in those days I used to listen to the news every night because there was three people stood on podiums. On the podiums, five o'clock every day. And and they scared the shit out of everybody. And and there was, um, and there there they were, there was giving out figures um, but there weren't true figures. There weren't the right figures. There was made-up figures of the last 28 days. No, you know, it's like... It was 60 days at one yeah. point, wasn't it? And why, why didn't they say, in the last five years, in February, this amount of people died, and this year, this amount of people died, and March and April and May and June, why didn't they go back in history to come forward to give you a proper comparison? Because how the hell did a normal person know that 683 people died today? Yeah, but they're not telling you 684 people died on the same day a year Year ago. ago. So actually, it's less, Mm -hmm. not more. Mm -hmm. And the population went up. Yeah. So there we are. And and so I found Judy Mikovic, gain of function. So I, 18 hours of listening to that, which only took a couple of days. And then I learned about the Fauci, Anthony Fauci, you know, and you... Because she you listened worked, to the, the, that book, The Real... She, yeah, The Real yeah. Anthony Fauci. She worked with him for 25 years. And then you start researching a bit more and a bit more. And um, Billy G, um, he's, you know, you research about him and everybody said... I was wrong because Billy G was um, the best person in the world. Yeah, you know, what buying up all this land, this land, and uh, making the first virus. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but that was a computer virus. Yeah, well, oh, and what about, you know, and you look into the history of where the money's gone, follow the money, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, and then the masks. Oh, don't now even. You, now, so, so therefore, I can tell you, I've never worn a mask in any situation only for three 20 minutes. And I had, I had a choice. Give blood, which is my choice because mm-hmm. I like to give blood. I like to make new blood in my body. Um, or don't give blood. Well, I, I want to help people because mm-hmm. you can save three lives with your one pint of blood. Mm-hmm. But also it does yourself some good. Um, so I had that situation where I had to put a mask on while I was having the blood taken. That's interesting because I donate blood and I refuse and they still let me. Well, they wouldn't let me in Peterborough. They said, no, you'll have to go. So I did it in the first lockdown. I walked because there was no transport. I walked for an hour to this place, no masks. And the nurse is there telling me that, you know, we need to get this um, this thing out because obviously that's going to make everyone. I'm, I'm there thinking, OK, you've got a needle in my arm. <laughs> I'm not going to go in there. Uh, say anything I, I thought I can't say anything to this woman at this this particular moment but no mask there one and donated then just in case she buggered up my vein or anything <laughs> and then the second time they asked me and I said no I'm exempt and they were fine yeah well I said I was exempt they said they didn't care oh, here's interesting a, this is a so I've never worn a mask yeah. and you I've been in restaurants and stuff like that yeah. and I've refused totally because it's absolutely stupid why should you go to a restaurant with a mask on, walk 10 feet, sit down, down. take your mask off. You know, it is absolutely brainwashing. And it was brainwashing the people who owned the place, brainwashing the people who worked in the place, brainwashing the people who went to the place. Um, So I couldn't do it. It was just beyond belief that how a uh, a grown-up educated society could believe that crap. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the first couple of days, I went onto the um, website uh, of the uh, government website about masks. You know, wh- when when they was talking about masks, so I went on that. All the asthma, blah 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 blah. And I'm thinking, what have I got? I'm not got asthma. I'm not got this. <laughs> I'm not got, got that. No. But then, and then uh, right at the bottom, it says, um, uh, "Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah, just help us." Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I. Go on, go on then. No, just a drop, just a drop. That's all right. Yeah, thank you. Um, so um, it says, or if you don't want anything over your face, mm-hmm. if you're scared, I could plead guilty to that all day long, 24 hours a day. Yep. I'm scared. Yeah, that's it. That's a good enough one. Put it on there. Fine. Then um, I... Uh, Marilyn, I got home one night and uh, Marilyn said, oh, did I, I forgot to get, because she has some pills for something or other, um, fibromyalgia, I don't know. I can't whatever. pronounce that one either. Whatever it is, whatever it is. So it might not be that, it might be that, it might, I, I don't something. know. But can you go and get my pills? I've got my shorts, I'm jogging, I'm going for a jog. Anyway, I'll run down there and it was bloody cold and I run straight through the door and the woman in the counter there at the doctor's, um, 
the pharmacy part, she shouts, what do you think you're doing? Get out, get out. Can't you read? There's a sign on the door saying one person, and there was one person there. I go, um, no, I can't. No, I'm dyslexic. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I didn't see. There's so many notices. I'd never look How at notices. No. I never look no. at notices because they're all jumbled up anyway. So then she says, and when you're, when it's your turn and you come in, get a mask on. And I go, oh, I thought mask was only for robbers. <laughs> she said, I, she said, get a mask. I said, I haven't got one. She said, I'll get somebody to come out. Anyway, the woman come out and made a detour around in a circle. You know. Oh, and then there was a bloke at the back come up and said to me, hey, you know you've got to have a mask on, can't you? There's a sign on that door. I said, mask, why? He says, was well, COVID about? Oh, did I? Anyway, so he, that's what he said. He said, and I said, ah, oh, to change the name. I've had that for about, I should say, 70 times. He says, what do you mean? I says, well, in my day, they called it a cold. Mm-hmm. You know? And he, and he backed <laughs> off. He backed off before. He's a bloody nutter here. Yeah. So anyway, they didn't send anybody out. So I opened the door. I said, can I come in now? She said, not without a mask. I said, I've got an exemption. She says, oh, that's all right. Come in. <laughs> so that proved, all of that, that yeah. proved beyond doubt that they were all lying Mm -hmm. because if you can go in without a mask because you've got a bit of uh, paper or, you know, you printed a bit of paper, Mm -hmm. um, and I believe they only put that on their website so people in years to come can't sue them. You had the opportunity. Yeah. You had the opportunity, but you chose to wear a mask, Mm -hmm. you know, when their lungs are all clogged up with shit. So it has um, caused a lot of problems. Yeah, so there was all that type of thing. And then after three days, we just went back to work. Um, and, and that was it. And we was work, working in close proximity. Yeah. And, um, and then, but you still had the believers who had to go and get tested. And what's that thing about shoving your, you know, you your, shove that up your nose and go through the brain, blood brain barrier and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's not many people believe, you know. Put a, white coat, put a white coat on people, put a white coat on somebody and hang a, a tube around their neck and they think they're an expert. So I don't know, I can't be 100% sure, but there's a, uh, a lot of people dying and I don't know whether it's the third or fourth or fifth cause of death, mm-hmm. unknown circumstances. Uh, excuse me. There's all these scientists, all these doctors, they've all been to university and the third or fourth uh, cause of death is unknown. Sorry. No, I don't change, buy that, kid. You know, so, right. So, okay. So I'm looking at that person with a white coat and I'm thinking, I've seen these somewhere before. Oh, yeah. In the butchers. That's where they are. They're in the butchers. So it's a, they are in a meat packing production thing where people go in with a problem and they're like a chicken goes into a factory and it's, you know, and it, they hang it upside down, slit its throat and out it goes. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, um, there is a lot of money to be made um, in, in um, pharmacy. Yeah you know, things, 
and all of that control and power though, keep all of that control yeah. and power to cause all of these illnesses what I've, I've been trying to work out and have the conversations around is why why do they need more <laughs> more control more money like globally well klaus schwab mm. said um Oh, uh, this is something else in, I, I think I looked at Billy G in 2014. I think he was saying the only way um, to get everything under control is to uh, get rid of the people, basically. I probably didn't say it in those words, but like 90% of the population, because what did, did Klaus Schwab say were useless eaters or? Yeah, mouth, yeah useless eaters. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, we are. We are. What do we produce? We take from the earth uh, and we don't give much back. Uh, but we use, you know, um, but I think we give more than a lot of people uh, think mm -hmm. because today they're talking about having electric vehicles. Oh. Right. Now, you, you've not got to be a scientist to be able to calculate. Uh, and if you look at research to look the calculations of how many batteries in the world will we need? Mm -hmm. mm. So we need two planets, two <laughs> planets, it, yeah. one to mine for the batteries and one to use the batteries. There is not enough Earth in this air, in yeah. what they tell us is an Earth. Mm -hmm. You see, this is another thing. They say this is this is the Earth. This is. Uh, but there's not enough earth there to mine, and mm. you're going to destroy the earth to make a battery. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make so, any sense whatsoever. And they're still being recharged by the fossil fuels. Yeah. Well, I when people say to me, oh, "I've just, oh, I've just got an electric car. I'm, yeah, I'm doing good for the." Uh, no, you're not. No, that's not electric. Yeah, it is. It's no, it's not. How do you charge go, it? Well, it's either it's either coal. Or it's either wood, or it's either, you know, it's what. What do you mean? I go, well, that's electric. How did you make the electric? Mm -hmm. It's either diesel, you know. It, 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 they, it, they don't get it. They, it's they, gas. They don't understand that that's how what? you recharge you. That's how you recharge the battery. Yeah. Anyway, so. Never so, mind the recycling of the battery. No. No. So therefore, you go and get a <laughs> you go and get a car. You pay £100,000 for this car, and in eight years' time, the battery's £100,000, right? um, so the car's no good. Mm -hmm. it's not, it, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of cars now. But you like are, cars, don't you? Yes. What's your favourite car? So yeah, Obviously, I assume you wouldn't buy an electric car. No, I'm not having an electric <laughs> car. No. I, I, I feel for the planet more, the planet, the Earth. Yeah, I feel for that more than... Um, than to get electric because there's there's uh, diesel, yeah, and they talk about fossil fuel. That's a load of crap. But diesel, you know, they'll keep making diesel. There's loads of it. Uh huh. There is, um, and <laughs> gas and stuff like that. There's no worry on that. I don't think so either. So, no. um, so yeah, my favourite car fuels. then is petrol, diesel. Um, there's going to be hydro hydrogen. You know, there is, there's other ways of making a car run. Mm -hmm. There is, without electric. So there's a, there's, a lot, there's a lot of people that can invent things that run on 
uh, water, basically. They used um, to have. But they're going to be that. shot they down. They used to have things that used to run from yeah. air and water. And, like... and the people have disappeared. Yeah, they've gone. And this is what they do. You know, so therefore, when just going back to the PCR test, yeah. um, we were told when we were kids, keep out of uh, uh, car parks, right? That um, you know <laughs> that that people frequent, yeah. you know, dodgy people frequent. They smell a piss and shit. You know, there's needles about. Keep away, keep from, away them. from them. And the government are opening all these car parks, right? For you to drive in uh, And yourself. you drive through. Yeah, and dr still dri my, drive through tests. They're still my friends and they think it's really good. They wind the windows, no, yeah, they wind the windows down this last week and they both stick their arms out and they both get a jab. And then they both go on to the next stop and they both stick their arms out and get a flu jab. Same, within 10 minutes, you know. And so they've had the fourth jab and the, and the flu jab. In, in, in my, their car? Yeah, in the car. So, anyway, so... Um, Seven times the oh, I was contacted because I'm in that vulnerable group over seventy. Mm. Uh, well, you don't look it. Yeah, it's because I don't take any fucking pills. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> not, not, not. I'll just stay young and healthy. Not don't to, take uh, yeah, not to, not pharmaceutical pills. You know, um, you know, olive, <laughs> olive oil and uh, you know, and vitamin D and yeah. vitamin C and vitamin K. Two and potassium and you know magnesium and zinc yeah yeah things that you're depleting mm -hmm. yeah so um, seven times you were contacted seven yeah seven times. times I'm glad you reminded me yeah seven times um, and you just ask a uh, simple questions yeah thanks for ringing um, oh and this call is being monitored for uh, da -da 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 -da, whatever that's great okay so you'll be able to take my conversation with you back to your manager, if required, to get retrained. What do you mean? Well, you're going. I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to answer the questions, and if they're not correct, you have to go for retraining. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, the que what's the questions you've got, Mister Wright? Because I want to make an appointment for three thirty on Saturday. You know, and 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 this is where you're going to go to have your job. Um, has it been approved? Yes. Okay, I'm going to ask you that question once more. Has it been approved? And think about it before you answer me. Yes, it's been approved under the most, um, uh, emergency. Uh... No, so it hasn't been approved then. Well, it has under the emergency, but yeah, it has not been approved. Okay, then. Um, and if you, if I don't have it and I get it, I've been told it's a 98.7% chance that I'm going to survive. Yes. Okay, so if I have the jab, I understand from my calculations that there's a 2.5% chance that something's going to happen, an adverse reaction. Could be death. Oh, we don't know. We haven't got any information on that. I go, well, go and get your information and take this recording to your manager and get, and get retrained. I'm only doing my job. Yeah. Well, isn't that what the Nazis said? Yeah, yeah. So... So therefore, they after seven calls and letters and whatever, did they, they get fed up? They, they start, oh yeah, I did get one. Would you like to go into a trial? <laughs> trial? Yeah. Uh, no. No. No, thank you. No. Yeah. So. Um, so everyone, like a lot of people, have been panicking throughout this period of time. 
and I don't I don't see that you have you stayed like quite calm and well I have panicked yes and I, I've stayed calm on logic yeah uh, but in a way of anxiety yeah because Marilyn and I see different things I see logic and stupidness stupid people and I see evil people and what and and what they're doing and why they're doing it Marilyn sees the opposite side of incompetence they're just incompetent so why have we voted them in if we're incompetent why don't we vote them out if they're incompetent you know you wouldn't have a manager of your store who's incompetent no you would sack them. You, you, yeah, you'd retrain them or you'd sack them. Yeah, and if they weren't exactly. up to the job, you wouldn't keep exactly. them. But we wouldn't have put them in in the first place because we'd have trained them up from the shop floor. You know, we would have trained that person. But these people don't seem to be educated in profit and loss. No. They don't. You know, it's basic. When you go into any kind of business, there's a profit and loss situation. You know, you've got expenditure on one side, you've got income on the other side. It's basic. So where's my income coming from and where's my expenditure going? Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to, you cannot print money and, and go, well, that's all right. Because that sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you yep. called inflation. Yep. You know, and unless you want inflation and you want these things to happen, then, you know, Marilyn says incompetence. I say, no, they're doing exactly the right thing for the for their reasons and it's going really 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 well for them and all the laws they keep putting in and every day they're chipping away chipping away chipping away and they're silencing people it's all right you know you going um i'm going on to another channel that's that's fine but we're losing we're losing we're losing Still because losing the, because the what should happen is the mainstream channels should have the guts to get up. But, of course, they're all owned. They're all owned by the same people. Yeah. So it's like you've, now there's this division. Um, it shouldn't be like that. So if, like Marilyn says, they're incompetent, then if they are incompetent, then the news people, the main news people, should pick it up and have a debate. Mm -hmm. the, the, where has the but debate you, been? Well, it's because they're, in, they're not incompetent. It's a, uh, you know, it's it's a thing where it's planned, yeah. and uh, the pandemic is just planned for the new world order, and um, the reset. Mm -hmm. And then when you look, when it first started, every single president, it, throughout the world, said exactly the same thing on this exactly the same days in the same weeks. Build back better. better you yep. heard it a million times. Yep. But the people who didn't, which was, I think, the three presidents in... Um, Haiti. Uh, yeah, well, so... Um, he, he disappeared. Oh. Africa as well. Yep. They got, they got deleted. Yeah. They got deleted. New presidents come in that sang the same song from the hymn sheet and all the injections went in. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed now as well that... There was less of an uptake for that in those sorts of countries and across certain ethnicities. And now there's a rise in certain ethnicities dying. No. No? So 
one of my friends, he's like, I can say this because I'm, I don't know how, how this might get me cancelled. He's, he's black and he says, I can say this, I'm black. If you said this, you'd be, you'd be right. well hated on. But he said they're coming for, for the white people. Yeah. And a lot of the the non-white people, you know, whatever race, re- creed, religion, there was not as big an uptake in the in the, the blacks and the Asians. Right. Um, and they're not suddenly dying. Oh, right. I see what so you mean. Now, I thought you meant they are dying. No, so now the, the us, the white people are dying. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a bigger uptake yeah. for, for, for that. Yeah. So he's seeing it. Are other people seeing it? Are we being attacked from that way? But then, yeah. and then, if we say that, is that is that racism? And then you you fall, fall under that, and then everything goes crazy because you can't. You're not allowed to say anything because you're censored on every 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 kind of way in which yeah. you look at anything or you yeah. talk about anything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I bet that there are some people listening to this going, "Well, Natalie, you're you're off your rocker." Well. <laughs> That is part one of interview with Neville Wright. I hope you enjoyed listening, took lots from it and just made you think about the world, maybe in a new way. Maybe it's made you think that you're right. Maybe it's made you think that you're wrong. Either way, I'd love to hear from you what your thoughts are. Come and join us on any of our social media channels and get the conversation going. I had a fantastic time talking with Neville about this and so much more. And in part two, we talk about business, and what future plans are, what the world's looking like and farms and a lot more as well. So I hope that you will be as excited as me to listen. The part two drops on the 28th of November. So make sure that's in your diary and listen to other episodes in the meantime too. But otherwise, um, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you download, subscribe and share this with your friends and I will see you on the next one.